two fucking inches Dude, from I've each other. Jet, I've got jet lag <laughs> from jumping time zones. At this point. <laughs> twelve fifteen. Oh my god! It's twelve fifteen again. Oh my god! It's that it's time 12 again. again. It's twelve fifteen again. Hey hey hey! It's twelve thirty hey. o'clock ish. Twelve thirty o'clock ish. It's twelve thirty o'clock ish. Do you know where your children are? I in my pants. They're all gap. What? <laughs> well, that, you know what? That's a valid point. I see what you're saying. You see, you see. That doesn't sound good though when you say all my children are in my pants. <laughs> it, no, it doesn't. It doesn't unless you're sound a kangaroo, weird. it sounds no. weird. It does sound a little bit weird. Yes. <laughs> I can, I can, I can see the weirdness. You, you really? Yeah. I think we all saw it from a good distance and tried to warn you. <laughs> Get your children out of your pants. Oh, jeez, oh, man. That's just awful. Ladies and gentlemen, Studio 586B, today's episode, Area 51. Yes, Area 51. Area 51. Alien. You know, we should probably turn off the TV. <laughs> I just thought about it. Would you walk over and turn off the TV for me? For those of you that are laughing at the fact that we're a little silly today, I can explain why. I can, I can, I can explain why. You say that like we're not silly almost every day. Well, I think that's kind I of our goal. Silly silly's part of, I think silly's part of our goal. Most of the days we're kind of... I think that when you're, you try to be in touch with how you're feeling, some of what, a lot of what you feel is silly. If you let it be, Yeah. have fun doing what you're doing. Yeah, that you may not love where you're at but love the people and love the experience and mm. you can still have good times even in bad situations right you know i ran a pizza shop for years and i mean don't get me wrong it was really intense at points and it was really angry at point even while well, you've tried working with me you can imagine um but Sometimes we had a great time too. Sometimes I do have to ask. Joy. I do have to ask. Why is it called Area Fifty One? Why? Yeah. Why? Well, because it's uncharted alien territory. I've never been there. Never been where? Area Fifty One. Area Fifty One. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I'm fifty. <laughs> I will be fifty-one on Sunday. Yes. The joke is. It's an uncharted We're going to Area 51. We're going to Area 51. I'm going someplace I've never gone before. No man has ever gone No man has ever gone. No man has (laughs) ever been me 51 before. No man. That's a good point. It's true. When you think about it like that, that's that's some perspective is that you've never been the age that you are until you're that age. You've never been the age you are right now. Yes. It's not even one day Even down to the second. You've never been here before. Yeah. That you can read all the self-help and guru books in the world, but in the end... In the end... This is your first passage at the helm, and no two are no two travels are the same. No so, two roads are the same. Right. <laughs> well, that they may cross, and, and you know, we, but we all have to walk our path. That in the end... As much as we're like, well, yeah, but we all know that. You gotta burn your hands. So, in the spirit of a new, a new year, a new day, a new time, okay. you know, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna you try want me and to figure. Brave out, the gauntlet, I'm gonna right? try and figure out where where this road started at. Okay. Where are you from? 
I live in Ohio, and I've lived in Ohio most of my life. Okay. I will always consider University of Michigan married housing. I know. There's somebody out there going, oh, man, Buckeye, stayed up north. No, but you got to realize my dad graduated from U of M. Right. I've lived here since fourth grade. I don't, sorry, I, I can't buy into the rivalry because I love both <laughs> teams, and I have this beautiful memory of, you know what? Do you mind if I roll into the next question? <laughs> sure, sure. Roll into the next question. What's, what was the next question again? <laughs> what is your first memory? I have this beautiful memory of University of Michigan married housing. Okay. Um, that's why it it plays such a big part in my outlook on the world. Mm -hmm. That what I remember is a place filled with children. Mm -hmm. Because to be in married housing, you have to be married and have kids. But then... Because it's a big university, mm -hmm. there are people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, literally people from all over the world. The people living next door to you are from Mexico. The people down the block are from China. The people down... And it, but it's all contained. You can run around without ever being on a street. Okay. So you can go from one end of the complex to the other. Right. The parking's all set up on the, the periphery. Okay. And so there's this big... So the parking is all set up in one area, and then the houses are all in one area. At least, I got you. There's a bigger area, but the huh. part I ran around in and thought was huge, right? As a three-year-old, right? I mean, and you'll hear on lots of shows. These are the memories I always bring up, right? It's it's always um, Northwood Five. I tell you what's I tell you what's interesting about that uh that Michigan thing you were talking about. My God family, they were from Michigan, right? So what they used to do, my mom and my and my mom, my grandma, and my God and my godparents. Both did this. So I would go to my godparents' house, and they would send me back in Michigan gear. And then my <laughs> my mom and They'd my grandma send would send me gear. back in OSU gear. And it was just, it was, but I it was always fun. thought it was really, yeah, fun. it was fun. It was, it was a fun a silly, thing to do, yeah. That's, for the record, anybody out there, that's actually the way it's supposed to be. Right. It's cool, it's cool to have rivalries. Yeah. But the whole idea of a rivalry is it's somebody you respect. Yes. Because of their prowess, so that like, and I don't get me wrong. I understand what you're saying about U of M's football team at the moment, but I don't know if you've looked at their educational value. Pretty good school. Yeah, it's pretty good. School. I always, I always, I always like when people can be fun about their differences, and yes. people can, people can take respectful. Yeah, like a joy in. Uh, uh, yeah, you, we're supposed to hate each other. Next, uh, okay, there's look, an, there's no, a, it's it's. It's not. It's not actually like we hate each other. We don't hate each I other. Know, it's okay. just a joke, you know. I don't know the whole history behind this, but I know there's this island. Okay. It's, it's a contested island. Okay. Between two countries. Okay. And so what they do is they both they both stop by every so often and they to leave, claim. Okay. Well, and whatever they leave the appropriate alcohol of their country. <laughs> like they they okay. switch out the alcohol and leave. Okay. And then the other people come and drink the alcohol, and then they, put, then their they put their there. alcohol there. It's actually like an alcohol exchange yeah. program as opposed to a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's pretty funny. But but the, you look at a place like Antarctica, right? Or um, the International Space Station, right? Nobody. Those are all scientists, right? So they're not. Those are all dudes that love the fact they're getting to talk yeah. to each other. They have no like. There are people that currently there's a big debate over moving people up and down and whether or not the supply ship from the idiot attacking Ukraine. There's they're playing. With there's it. something to be said about the fact that sometimes when people have the same profession, it can it can get around 
right your differences you know like if if i'm i'm a musician so when i talk to another musician i feel really good about that person not i don't care where they're from or the who they are or is, any of that you know that's like a lock a key in a lock dude everybody loves music exactly and then okay, when you extend everybody. when you extend that a couple groups that when are like you extend that to but. like when you extend that to like creativity and when you extend that to the similarities that you can find right. in people you, you're you you keep you expanding can, your oh wow yeah. these are me. oh wow these are me oh wow right. these are me every piece start- every piece of every person can be a piece of you Oof. that when we start talking to people about their creative sides that what we run into over and over again no matter what their right profession you know, is whether it was thomas dowdswell right or whether it's MCZ or you're blogging or, and you're writing it, yeah right? it's Th- that when you hear a guy that's talking about how he got into music mm-hmm. and what he says is, I was so angry one day, I had to write. Mm, I had to write. Fill in what I had to paint. I had to sing. I had to get it. I had to scream. I had to get it out. Right. I had to make noise. Right. I needed to be heard. Mm. Even if no one else ever saw it. Right. That's the That's the point is... Even if even if no one else ever acknowledges it, did you hear yourself? You have to work. Did you hear yourself? Did you? Yeah. That sometimes there are things trapped inside that are discombobulated until they're thrown up all over a page or a mm. canvas or whatever your medium is. What you know what? Right. I don't care if you're out there doing crochet. Okay, and for the record, if anybody can get me. The sneakers and the tuxedo from that one ad. Oh, the crochet. The I, I will wear the crocheted tuxedo. tuxedo in a heartbeat. <laughs> that that looks that was pretty snazzy. Pretty yeah. snazzy. Pretty snazzy. Pretty snazzy. Pretty I'm snazzy. Just saying, you know. I'm just saying. I know the next three are going to roll into each other. Maybe a little. Bit. Maybe maybe. How do you work? You know what? That's a question. I've rolled around a lot lately. Okay. Because. What I'm doing now doesn't fit my traditional definitions in a weird way. Right. So I grew up feeling us. I mean, I got a first job early. Right. You know, wanted to make money. Wanted to, you know, God, when I was in my 20s, you know, and I, I, I would spout how I wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. Okay. Um, by the time I was at my mid-20s, though, as much as I thought I'd come up with an idea and still do that by my 40s, I also felt like none of the ways I'd thought about doing that before were valid. Right. They weren't compassionate. Right. Um, so very early on, you kind of you kind of sort of like shied away from okay, any means necessary. You well, kind of shied away from that. Not that this is the show, and maybe we'll get into it someday. But no, they threw my ass in jail. Right. So. You you were given a right. moment of thought. <laughs> it gives, gives gives you some time to reflect on your there, life there decisions. Was, there was yeah. a state sponsored vacation. It wasn't long, folks. <laughs> I was gone four and a half months. But it yeah, there was a reassessment, and then. But I pushed myself to. Like when I took the truck driving job, it became, a proving, against myself over and over again. Mm. Not. The best, my best. Right. That, you know what, the part I measured myself against was me, and I was harsh. Mm. Um, And it was more of a physical battle. Right. 
But I was also sleeping very little. I was all over the country. I was playing Warcraft 60 or 70 hours a week on top of working. Figure out how many hours there are in a week. And <laughs> I'd, I'd filled most of them and was sleeping two or three hours a day. Jeez. Um, I'd rush to hotels to be online by 9 o'clock because I had to run a raid. Right. You know, there were people counting on me. Right. On the nights I couldn't get there because I was stuck so, in traffic, people would get mad so at me. So was that even a form of play for you, or was it work? So, and that's what happened. And that is how it kind of rolls into work. Right. Um, everything was work. Mm, so it was work, I, work, work, I had, work. I had forgotten how to play even in my playing. There's a reason why when I talk to my grandson, I talk to him about the idea, if it's not a game, stop. Right. Quit. Quit, right. The, the, if you're not having you're fun doing, doing this it, for then fun. what are you doing? If you're angry and pissed off, right. why are you still playing? Right. Yeah, I see all of you out there playing COD. <laughs> like, a little angry, aren't you? Dude, COD servers flexed. are horrible. I, I hate them. <laughs> well... <laughs> so I don't play the so, game. <laughs> but that made sense to me. My right. understanding of what it means to love something or care about something is based on my willingness to accept responsibility. Right. That when I listened to Temple Grandin on NPR explain where she was at about romantic love mm-hmm. and she identifies as a romantic she described how i feel right and in that it, it was a very it allowed me to understand that it it wasn't supposed to just all feel like work it was supposed to i was it was I, there was supposed to be a balance to it yeah yeah okay um but it took me about 3 or 4 years to digest that I mean, and that was a rough time. I was involved in a very complicated relationship. And right. what came out of it was that piece, was me understanding myself more. Um, but it was a brain-breaking moment when I uh, I looked around and realized there was nobody here but but the work the responsibility and this is not where i'm at right now right i got you um do you think it's a bit easier to talk about it now that you're not in it oh god yeah okay god yeah that my first day in group therapy i bawled right it didn't come out right for the record my my concept of bald is i'm not a big crier so i was crying but in my eyes i was there there's a big thing in my head about i broke down in front of people right 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 um it was good to be in a space where that was okay. Right. It kind of allowed me to think about even what we're doing now. Right. Um, that as far as work and play, I think I'm really good at getting on a scheduled show. Um, I, my anxiety, I don't have a lot of anxiety about doing this piece. Right. Or doing the part where we interview people or I, I, I'm very comfortable talking to people. Yeah. Oh, but wait a minute. I'm uncomfortable talking to people. I have gotten, a list of people I need to schedule. I've gotten there, but I'll, I'll say that once this show, like this 10 questions has so far has probably been the easiest for me. 
just well, because, because of the fact you, that I I know script. you pretty well. Well, and you've got a script. Yeah. I, well, one I've got a I've got a script, but also like the nerves that I have going mm, into each oh, episode. Oh, you mean this specific this talking specific, to me? Yeah, talking oh, to you okay, okay, has been you the easiest questions. so far because there's a level of stress that like when I'm talking to a new person, mm, I don't know yeah. what they're gonna say. Right. I don't know if it's gonna be interesting. I don't know if it's gonna be cool. I don't know. I have no clue what last night I was words so are gonna come out of their mouth. That our technical issues were gonna make it so we couldn't bond. Yeah, me too. I was so afraid. And then, he, then at the end, when MZZ was like, "No, I've I played him while you were playing him," I was like, "Oh, oh that's yeah, perfect." Yeah. Because then the references were right. Right. We're working on that. We the music show is coming along. I want everybody to give a listen to MZZ's show last night. I know the music's a little off. What an amazing conversation. Um, M-Z-Z-E-M-Z-E-E-Z-Y, SoundCloud, YouTube. It's got an EP out that's... Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I listened to I listened to Frame Summer while I was um while I was out running. Oh, and it was just it was just really nice. Like I don't I, there was there was one specific song that I really really loved. I'll have to go go back and listen to it again to give you guys like a well, recommendation not, or whatever. Not to extend but our, our work vibe. I'm telling you, it's, oh, it's good. A, it's amazing. It's really good. He's got amazing skill. Yeah. And oh my god, that accent. Because his <laughs> accent is totally made from loving loving English movies yeah. and English music. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa. And it's it's dead on. So in in the the world of work, I should bring up that we have an amazing conversation tonight. Right? That I'm just Reggie Reg, the Crash Crew, reached out to us. Yeah, we didn't expect he did reach that. out to us. Crash Crew was one of the first artists on vinyl in the hip hop genre. I'm just literally. I'm glad about. I'm glad. Sugar Hill Studios, hanging out with Curtis Blow, the whole nine. I'm glad that I know who they are now, because I didn't know who they were before. But they're just but, as like, epic. It's one of those. It's one of those things that if we weren't doing this, they like they would have been something that I would have never had. As a piece of history, and the fact that I could, well, or as a piece, it was a piece of history that was lost to me. So I know that other people were lost to it. So I know, I know for a fact that we're bringing something so I to this, more people. This weird epiphany about getting to talk, talk to Reggie. First off, I'm excited to death. Second off, I realized I'm on a bit of a hip hop mission. On a hip hop mission. Yes. Hip hop hippity hop. I want to bring back the crew. <laughs> and rid ourselves of the posse. Right. Right. Get rid of the posse. Those are people that are yes men and right. hangers on. Right. Get a crew. Get a crew going. Go back to the love of the play that is the work. I I you know what when I think of early rap, what you see is guys showing off to each other. Having a good time, right? Ripping it up in a way that's just contagious, like us. Yeah, and I, I they're don't having that fun. In, I don't mean that in they're some, having I'm fun not. and they're playing around and they're doing their thing. But that part of what we are trying to bring to the world is that crew feeling, that community feeling. Yes. That don't pay me to go on your. I've noticed. You I. Know, Let's let's make something together. I just joined I just joined a, a Discord called Internet Money. They're so Internet Money is this like internet label. 
Okay. So they, they're like producers and rappers and all kinds of things, and they just make music together. And joining this Discord just it, – it reminds me that what we're trying to do is – Make a community, and they're a community. Like I've I've looked in the chats and stuff. They're a well, community. They talk. help each other out. Do you know what I want to do? Right. I want to talk to those guys. Yeah, me too. I don't. Me too. I don't want to. Ha- I'm not trying to replace the existing things. No, 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 no. That's not the idea. I, I, right. That I want to go. No. Okay, cool. I want to. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see what they're doing and be like, okay, that's that's cool. What there I needs pray, to be more of that. What I pray. What you pray? Okay. I'll move the show along. Um, what <laughs> I pray is that we find each other's spotlights. We point them at the sky. Mm. And so that there's a beacon. Right. People see that it's okay to be them. Right. That those people don't have to feel alone. And we don't have to feel alone. And the other people... like. There are a bunch, like, story core. There's. I started thinking last night about all of the people related to wanting to do what we're trying to do, too. Mm. Those are good people to talk to. Well, exactly. Because one of the things is, if you have a spotlight, you should probably look for other spotlights. And you should probably go talk to those people. and Point them at each other. Yeah, point them at each other. Point them at each other. Yup. You can... You, in the world of pray, what I do is meditate. Mm. I clear my head, sometimes better than others. Sometimes the anxiety is a bit much. I'm a little distant from it at the moment. It helps. It really helped when we were doing the mindfulness class, and I've missed a couple Buddhist classes. And I'm a little overwhelmed. Do you think that? Do you think that this has been a solid meditation for you, or do you think you need you need additional meditation just to calm from this? Do you get so tired of being present that you need to take a moment to be present? Basically. It's when you're going through the day, there are pieces of it that are definitely meditation. And I work at that. Right. I work at being present. Um, I have to enter my head sometimes to get any work done. And sometimes that means I'm sitting over here and you're looking at me like, he's just sitting there. He's not... And it's I, it's because I'm having trouble moving. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm doing well, I'll remember to meditate in that moment, at least breathe. Um, it helps that I have my grandson in my life. Um, those are moments I, I, I slow down to move and see the... But he's speeding up. Mm. <laughs> he's not as slow as he used to be. <laughs> <laughs> now he's slowing down to my speed. Um but there's still a sense of wonder, right. you know, that he'll point out the giant anthill that I wouldn't have noticed. Right. Or, um, so I try to find spots. I really should talk to my good friend up in Canada, Dermot, a good hour of just, yeah, I'd like to see how he's doing. I, I, that those have value to me. Um, I didn't feel up to men's group last night. I was overwhelmed and my anxiety was too high. Mm. Um, I find that it's it's difficult to just turn it off. Yeah, yeah. I find that sometimes it's like I'm not working all the time, mm. but it 
sometimes it can feel like my brain wants to work. Yeah. Sometimes it feels so, like well, my not, brain wants to work when it needs to pray or it needs to calm down and sometimes just it's chill. working on shit that it doesn't need to work. Yeah, exactly. We've already figured this out. Why are you still rolling that shit in your <laughs> right. Now, sometimes that means that I make an adjustment later and fix it. Right. And then sometimes that means you're just rolling it around. Like, that That happens too. It's Right. So what do you love? You know what? There's the really easy equanimity answer, which mm. is everything. Everything. I love everything. Um... And a lot of people have fought with me over that. Um, whether it was a guy telling me that it, it didn't mean anything if I called everybody brother, even though it's really a reminder to me that even the biggest jerks are my family. You're all family. Everybody's it. We are connected. I, I don't have a say in it. I'm not trying to bring out something that isn't already true. I'm trying to remind people. Right. I'm not some. This is not some deep discovery. This is not some. I, I'm not trying to be some deep mystic. Right. I, I'm this sciencey guy. Right. I grew up believing all of it mattered, from STEM to poetry to you name it. Right. So I I, I can be a little and it can throw people off. I love everybody. <laughs> and, and when you're like looking at someone going, "I love you," and they're like, "Huh? What? Well." But I do mean it. And it's what caused huge damage in my life. Mm. That that doesn't make sense to other people. Other people will go, okay, but if you love me, how can you love her? She's not mm. like me. Or if mm. you love her, how can you love me? We're not the same. Right. And the problem is, in my head, the answer is obvious. Well, you would never love two people the same. Right. Because everybody needs something different. What? Why would you love... I mean, the amounts, there isn't a measurement, but I mean, I, I love all things, and you, I love Clyde. Right. <laughs> For those of you that don't Clyde. know, Clyde is our parrothead cichlid. He is yeah. my buddy, my pal. He's staring at me right now. He's in a tank immediately next to the camera that is looking at us. Yep. And so, I love Clyde. I love Nomad. I love Speck, Snack. <laughs> and I love you guys. And I mean that. I don't, right. it's not some empty thought. It's, I get on these calls and these people blow me away because I can feel their energy and I can feel the connection and I love it. Okay. I love seeing people because I have trouble seeing me. Do you think that you loving everything is, is tiring? The tiring part is people measuring. Mm. The tiring part is, am I getting it right? Right. Instead of, it's okay to just be me. Right. The tiring part is when you feel like you have to learn how to pull it back because people will attach to it. And you may hurt them. And they right. may hurt you. Right. Because you genuinely feel that strongly, but it confuses people. Right. Um, for those of you not following, oh. it, it, it means that sometimes women, women find me charismatic. And as somebody that's, I've given up all that. I'll say that, I'll say that sometimes I'm I, as I, I, I am really literally living amongst life. I'll for those say of you that, that don't know. sometimes I find that 
it's hard for me to like tell people how I, how much I care about them because I feel like they will take it weird. Right. Well, no. That I I feel that about I feel that I worry that about that thing. It's the worried about the judgment. Yes, I I I worry about telling my like telling my friends, "Hey, bro, I love you." Like, because like, sometimes I, it's I true. Really, I really yeah, want like to I hey I really I really of, love you. Well, and like that 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 means something French, when I say French, that you know. The French explain it best. Right. They have five words for love. Okay. They're not all the same. What is it? What, what do you know the distinction or? Well. One's um, familial, one's brotherly, you know, one's lustful, one, they're, okay. I forget. Right, 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 I got you. But the point being. But the point is they split it up. Right. Then right. when we say love, everybody's like, ooh, you want a what? <laughs> no, no. That's not no. related at all to what I said, at all. The, the one thing cancel culture has really ruined is love and hugs. Mmm. That. One of the biggest issues with the pandemic is it obviously causes a physical distance between people. Right. One of the greatest joys has been, as we've discovered it, though, we've found that electronically we can find those same connections. Right. It's blown everybody's mind. Because what happens, you're sure that that's, that's not going to work. I'm going to get on a thing and you're right. going to see me. It's going to be a connection. And it's going to, what? It's going to work? What? We, <laughs> then we go next level and go, no, let's do it on, let's do it like a radio show. You're not right. going to see the person. Right. We'll get that connected. Right. You can listen to it on a podcast and feel it. Mm. And you're just listening. You're not right. watching anything. You're j just listening. It's it's part of the reason the fact that their radio interviews almost works well. Mm. That you're focused on the voices and our stupidity. You're focused on hearing them more than you're focused on seeing them. And in hearing them, them you actually see them. Yeah. Because most of our... What's wrong with people starts right here. Yeah. Right at the eyes. That's you true. You know, we start judging who's who. And okay. You know, even in subcultures, who's lighter and darker? Right. Okay, who's Negro Cuba versus Negro Africa? Right. All Both of which we know Trump America. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, I can't take this slander. The closer okay. you get to the continent, everybody knows. Every More of a man. <laughs> what? Anthem's all the way over in Kenya, so Anthem's he's like ultimate. Anthem is ultimate? Yeah, we'll get distance. Yeah, of course, he's of course. He's on the far side that's, of Africa. That's, of course, the way the hierarchy goes, you know, naturally. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you fear? Lately, I fear running out of time. Mm. Um, my dad died when he was 54. Mm -hmm. I've always that'll be you know that it, it hit us last year that my brother was officially older than my dad had ever been mm -hmm. um, I haven't been kind to myself as pretty as I've stayed mm. there are moments where words are more complicated for me that's um, concerning I'm guessing scares me to death I com I'm a communicator right I don't get me wrong See, I'd go, well, I could still write, except I'm <laughs> so lazy. I love speech to text. I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe we both need to do some reading, because I, like, I feel like reading is what, is what made me such a good communicator, but I, I need to do more of it to keep the skill well, going or something like what that, maybe. What scares me, no, this is a different... Do you think that would this, help? This is a different thing that I've ever experienced. Is right. That sometimes words are missing. I don't think, yeah, no, I think this will be a, 
Now, don't get me wrong though. I expect my heart to blow out instead. So I don't think you know what. I so I still have passive ideations. Right. I don't talk about it. Right. I don't talk about the fact that it's not a fear of dying. Hmm. It's a fear of I'm trying to do stuff finally. Hmm. What if you waited too long? Hmm. What if for 25 years you felt like you were supposed to do this thing and you're finally doing it and the problem is? Now don't get me wrong. The universe laughs. I laugh. The toaster laughs. I shoot the toaster. <laughs> I shoot the toaster. God damn Decepticons. No, I, I think um, I think it's valid that pe- people need to talk about what they fear a lot more because sometimes what you fear can be sometimes what you fear can be so in your head that verbalizing it can disarm it to some extent. It's it's literally if I die today would there be a studio? Right. That when I talk about, shoot, we'll go there. When I talk about needing seed money to get the nonprofit off the ground, mm-hmm. it's very much about making sure the nonprofit is totally separate from, from you. me. Right. That I have, I, the goal is this is my baby. Right. I Don't get me wrong, Echo, I love you. You're my baby too. And Bentley and everybody, you're all my baby. See, I love everybody. <laughs> I don't care about whether or not I ever know the shade of this tree. Hmm. I, that's not the thought in my head. I don't think of it as, let's do this for Matt. Mm-hmm. I think of it as, I don't trust my perspective on the world. Not to say I don't have a fun one. Right. But, so in finding all the places where there's crossover you can there's a more real perspective right. and i see myself better because of it in the places that you can see in other people you can validate in yourself you go oh and as you see more of yourself you're more comfortable right i think i think that that's happened with us doing more shows we get more comfortable talking to new people Oh, I, it, there's no doubt. Like, without a doubt, I feel more comfortable talking to new people. That, that's why literally what I need is... Okay, literally what we need is a scheduler. One of the things figured into that joyous $20,000 number. Right. Uh, it's That's like three months worth ago and $5,000 to a lawyer to get the 5013C stuff finished. Right. But it's the ability to hire somebody. Right. Because I struggle with the reaching out first time. Right. That's where I struggle. Right. I'm. It's a fear of rejection. It's got to be. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, I would love to dance around and go, oh, you're, 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 I've got it all figured out. Right. I have anxiety that keeps me humble because, nah, man, that I. And is that chemical or is that something I can overcome or is that. I don't know. I don't know if that matters. Hmm. And it not mattering, I'm not attached to it, so it's there. But and that's my thought right now. But am I afraid of the days that I curl up in a ball? Sure. What do you know? <laughs> I know. I, the know, I to don't this know nothing. Everybody gets angry <laughs> at me because I go, you know what? The trick is, I don't know anything. Well, it's not the idea. Like, and everybody's like, well, you do know stuff. Yeah, 
but you don't know what's going to happen next. You've never been here before. Yes. So it's not that you don't know what happened, though right. you don't, for the record. You, that lies, too. But, I mean, you, you have a story behind you that you've built. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's obviously there's things you quote-unquote know. No. Right. But I'm not even attached to those being true. Mm, it ends up my they... memory of getting a Twinkie every day from my mom when she came home from work. Mm -hmm. There was one Twinkie. Ever. <laughs> there was one. But obviously it's cemented and hey, you know what? So for my childhood Shoot. until until we had that conversation. The memory the memory yeah. I had from earlier probably only happened once or twice. Right. So what do you know? Right. I guess is a better answer than I don't know anything. It's the realizing that nothing you're holding on to as knowing is meaningful mm -hmm. beyond the fact that it constricts what's actually happening. If in my head I think I know Ross, mm -hmm. I've created a two-dimensional Ross that isn't Ross. Mm. That's you know? a good point. But that's as true of a rose or a cat or anything that you choose to define. Right. Once you defined it, you constrict it. Right. We as humans are big on putting things into boxes. We want to define things. It's this versus that. It's the other versus those. It's them versus us. Right. It's this thing versus that thing. But so when I say I don't know anything, it's kind of laying down all of those things. Yeah. Because I don't know what's going to happen next. That's kind of the fun part. I don't know why you guys keep thinking you know spoilers because it's not 100%. And the spoilers ruin your life. Hmm. You know, fantasizing is catastrophizing with extra steps. If I make a perfect picture in my head of what's supposed to happen next, mm -hmm. I'm going to be miserable. Because it may or may not happen. It's not going to happen like I pictured it. Right. No matter what you do, it's not going to happen exactly like you pictured it. Right. It's why some people will throw parties and be miserable no matter what happens. That, you know what, but so-and-so didn't show up. Good point. Well, yeah, but you had a house full of people having a good time. Right. Well, yeah, but why didn't so-and-so call? They said they were coming. Right. You know, it's the people that are playing poker. And, you know, they lay down, you know, double deuces and double fives. And they're bitching about how they didn't get any face cards, even though they won the hand. <laughs> you got two pair. I have no idea what that well, metaphor but meant, but I get what you're but saying. But you know what though. I'm saying? That you I roll down on saying, a two yeah. pair and you're like, well, yeah, but... Why'd he get all the face cards? Well, none of them went together. <laughs> you know? I, that it, it doesn't make sense. But that's how we look at most of life. That we've pictured a way it's going to be. Right. And then we're pissed that it isn't. What do you wish you knew? What do I wish I knew? Well, the funny thing is I'm not attached to knowing stuff, so it's weird. I, it's, a, it's a question I've thought about. I, I wrote them. <laughs> um, I wrote these questions. What do you wish I... One of the things I wish I knew is other people's answers to these questions, obviously. <laughs> that way you could, you could plan around it or something? Well, no. They're interesting. They're questions that slow you... They, they, you, when you if you're willing to take the Rorschach side of this test, right. which is what does this question mean Me. to you? Right. And then you give an answer. Because... The, sort of it's very organic it's right. the, the whole point is it's a sense of discovery that not only are you going through asking the questions and getting answers but it also I, you know what i'm going through it and it creates a good deal of that inside of you right because you're exploring the pieces that aren't 
we're at 92 episodes and you know what eight episodes from now we're going to do a big hundred episode show right you know you're exploring the parts that are about you and how you look at the world now i talk endlessly about my ak my ambient knowledge so the idea that in the moment being present i'm open to anything knowledge wise that's coming in right that there's a reason why I know Clyde's there. There's a reason why I know Axel's watching the show today. I can see him. He's over in the corner. <laughs> but that's out of the... Pr- like, I'm watch. I'm bringing in as much as I can with no judgment mm. as to what it means. Okay. And in that, I find meaning. Okay. Why are you here? Um... To vamp for about four minutes and then end the show. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I re- I really enjoyed this. I really I did enjoyed too, actually. this. It's 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 an interesting thing. Like I, this is the first time I've ever done it and taken it seriously. I mean, we we played with it a little bit on yeah. Memorial Day, but it was like a fifteen minutes, and we ran through both of them. It was fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's. It was. Hey, let's 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 do this quick so we well, can get but, out get out of uh, here. That, well, no, some... we were having fun with it, right? And I, that I'm here to make a difference. Mm. I'm here because I believe you are given an option every day when you wake up. You can let the world change you, or you can change the world. That I'm not trying to fit in. There's a reason why I'm not watching everybody else's stuff trying to figure out what will sell. Right. I'm not selling something. Right. I have a shared experience that I, I'm willing to share with people, an outlook. Right. Um, I'm weird and feel like that there was a literal calling at a point when I was 25 to somehow express to the world that we're all family. Mm. And that the way to do that but in the end the concept that there would be one set of instructions for all of us coming from seven and a half billion places doesn't make sense to me gps doesn't work that well, way no we all we all start we all from different from places where we are we all start from different places we're all gonna end up at different places we all start Ooh, watch this at where we're from mm-hmm and we work our way to why, we why here? we're here. Mm-hmm. But no two the same. But all, as we do ten questions, related, connected. There's a, a flow through all of these questions, no matter who we ask. How many people have, you know... been hateful how many people have been hateful none wait what do you mean on we've we've talked to oh i have had some haters oh i was gonna say i thought you were talking about of all the people like that existed for some reason well but (laughs) no none i feel like you could sit down and ask these questions and find the humanity in people Mm. Not fine. It's there. I don't mean like un. You could. I feel like I'm see seeing, the yeah. see the humanity in people. I guess it's probably better. And in feeling seen, right? I think 
we tend to go out in the world and see people more. I think so, too. That, I mean, you're a 19-year-old kid that now stares me in my eyes and gives me the creeps. <laughs> but that we've worked, that that's yeah. something we've both talked about in a way that's been meaningful. <laughs> And are we having a staring contest now? Is that what I, I, think? I, dude, it's half of it. Is, half of, what half of it is is that when I look people in the eyes, I zone out so that I'm still looking them in the eyes, That's and then they I, think that I'm staring I'm at them. They think that you. I'm staring at them. I'm not playing this game, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Area fifty-one. Like, when you see me again on this show next Tuesday, I will be officially 51 years old. It yes, will have happened. It will have if happened. If by some chance you look down and you see that there's a spot fun dot something 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 at the bottom anywhere and you go, wow, it's Matt's birthday. I bet he should get like five bucks. Five bucks. Five bucks for Matt's birthday. <laughs> you know what? Two cents. Two cents. Because I love everybody's two cents and that's what I'm living for. Ooh, I like that. share on your on your page.